and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello, hello, I am back. (laughs) I am back. So first, I want to apologize that it has taken me this long to get back in the groove of things. And you may be thinking, we all need our time, but hear me out. A few things fell through. I'm giving you some behind the scenes, okay? And the episodes that I wanted to record didn't make it. And then right about that time, I became mentally exhausted. And one day I will give the full background story, but right now we're going to stick to the footnotes so we can get to this personal growth series. All right. So I had a mental strain and I'm telling you this because Well, one, I haven't had an episode posted in a while since around mid-October. And also to let you know that or serve as a reminder that we all go through these periods of time where we just need a break. And it's so easy to forget that, especially when it's something that you love to do. And especially when you become mentally strained, because then it's just, it's, it's just like, well, what do I do? And interestingly enough, right around the time I had that mental strain that I needed time out from life, et cetera, I had a trip booked that was booked a couple of months, oh, yeah, about a month in advance. And I went to go see my friend and his family in Germany. And then uh, we spent some time in France and they gave me an environment to clear my head. And I mentioned this on a podcast before, traveling is good for my mental health. Everyone has their thing. Okay, some people mental health is, or what helps their mental health uh, can be just going to the lake, Right. So I'm saying this, again, because to have this serve as a kind reminder that sometimes we don't plan the time out, but it's needed. So don't feel bad about that. And two, our support systems are everything, everything, okay? Because that was a dear friend who I visited in Germany, him and his family, so the conversations I had helped, right? The space they gave me just to relax helped. And that's what we need because when you get to that point of you're just drained mentally, 
you don't know the next move to make. You feel like you've done all you can do, but it's never good enough. What does that mean? So I came back (laughs) to talk about that. Or I didn't come back. I had to come back. I had to come home. And that was a little crazy. Almost didn't make it. (laughs) So a little side story there. I already had my booster shot. I got my booster shot about a week, roughly a week or so before I left to go to Germany. I thought I was good. Checked out all the, you know, everything I needed to submit, you know, the ministry ministry of Germany. What I did not receive, and and I triple checked this before I left. I did not receive an email stating that I needed to get a negative COVID test to re-enter the United States. So that was a bit of a home alone running around the airport moment. <laughs> I was just like, I just want to go home. I have something to share with my people <laughs> on my podcast. I mean, I could have recorded it there, but I wanted to collect my thoughts. So anyway, I made it back home. Whew. And I thought I was ready to talk. And I recorded three hours. <laughs> three hours worth of podcast material and I scrapped it all. It wasn't the right time. And I was also rambling a little bit. Okay. I had to bring it back and I wasn't ready. And if I'm not a hundred percent able to deliver, I don't do it. I don't have acid. I don't just put it out there Okay, I keep the realness in there. If a dog barks in the background, we're going to keep that in there. But my thoughts were still scattered. And I had to have some time to get them together. So here we are. Me recording this or (laughs) re-recording this. You are enough. That's what we're kicking off this personal growth series with. You are enough. Taking a time out does not mean you are less than. Oh, and also, as a side note, while I was fortunate to have that trip sync up the way it did with the mental strain, and I was able to take a bit of a leave from life, if you will, I'm encouraging you to ascertain, that's my favorite word, it means to find out how you can leave your environment, just even if it's for an hour, for 30 minutes to regroup. I don't care if you are just sitting in your car and you're not even in in your home, if your home is just a little bit too much right now. I don't care if you go to a coffee shop. I don't care if you drive to the next town, next city, next whatever, just for a quick day trip. Okay. Just do that. Just have a a little bit of change of scenery. Take those deep breaths. It's so basic, but it works. Okay. Do that. Just figure out a way where you can take some time I don't care if you plan it strategically, you know, one Tuesday a month, you're taking off from work or you're going to this random place. You're going to pick a place. You're going to go there. Okay. All right. So I have five points here that 
I want to cover to help you when you feel like you are not enough because that is simply not true. So number one is you are further along than you realize. And that was the thing too. Uh, So I recently had to compile some data and I was reminded of so many great things that I've done that I've forgotten about or didn't realize how much weight it held because I was on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Got to get that done. Got to get that done. Okay. That's done. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow it down. Okay. I guarantee you, you are further along than you realize. Think about what you have accomplished thus far. I don't care if you accomplished something and it didn't last long and then you have to restart. You still did it. If you did it once, you can do it again. And if you can do it again, you can do it on a larger scale. So start thinking about all the things you've done that got you right here. I don't care if it's your job, uh, if you're married, you got your master's, you know, whatever it is you're doing in life, you got fit. Okay. It's a backstory to that. Right. If you have your master's, that means that you had to graduate high school, you had to graduate college, and you had to graduate uh, the master's degree program. Right. So if you can tackle on all that, those research papers and still pass then guess what? You can write a book. Okay. And so I had so many conversations and people tell me about others who have master's degrees and yet they doubt their capabilities because of something that they're seeing on social media. Remember how far you have come and realize that you're further along than you realize. Give yourself some credit. That's what this is about, giving yourself credit, validating yourself first and foremost. You're the shit, and you got to remember that. Too many times there are people who are doing less, judging those who are doing more. So when those who are doing more in life get tired, mentally tired, that's a problem. And it's a problem because it's not a manual Tired. For example, manual labor, right? People say, oh, yeah, yeah. He or she will own their feet all day, of course, and they get an excuse. Not an excuse. I take that back. That's the wrong word. They, they, their tired feelings get acknowledged. Okay. But when there's a mental drain, oh, you got it. Oh, well, that's why you get paid the big bucks. It's not about that. (laughs) Everyone needs a break. Full stop. It doesn't have to be with work. A break from the children. A break from being there for everyone. Why not let some people be there for you? Okay, so start to remember that you you are further along than you realize. Okay. So start remembering what you have accomplished. And what I want you to do is create a life resume. And you may be thinking, a life resume? What the heck? Yeah, start writing down the stuff you accomplished. So let's say you are 
40 years old. Write down in my 20s, I accomplished this. In my 30s, I accomplished this. 40s, I'm accomplishing this. Or if you want to break it down, 20 to 24, 25 to 30, you know, 31 to 30. But I'm just saying, doing it in decades. That way, you can just bullet point it, you know, all out. In your 20s, you, you most likely graduated from college or some program or you, you did something. I don't even care if it's you traveled, you party, list all that because there are some experiences learned there, right? There are some uh, people who you met that you may have learned one thing from. Just, you know, just write it down. In your 30s, you might have tried that job, that job, whatever the case may be. Start writing out your highlights, okay? That's your life resume. And then write what you're currently working on, just like on a resume from years you know, this year to that year, I did this from this year to present. So if you're 40 going on 41, 40 to present, working on uh, buying my second home, working on starting my business, whatever the case may be. Okay. That's going to help you remember that you are enough. And when something happens in life or you see some, you know, post on social media, you can look at that and go, oh yeah, that's nice. And now I feel like, oh man, maybe, no, there's no all man, maybe. (laughs) All right. Two is sometimes we feel like we aren't enough when our best is no longer good enough. And it's like, oh, oh, right to the chest. What do you mean? My best is no longer good enough. It means it's time for you to expand. It means that you are now the big fish in a little pond. You're just so good that now you need to move on to something else. Okay. You need the next challenge, the, the next level up. And now if you want to stay in the little pond and be the big fish in the little pond, you can. Right. That means that you're very comfortable where you are and you don't necessarily want to grow. That's your life. Right. However, if you have this calling, if you're seeing other people getting inspired, then it's time for you to leave that pond. And there can, other, there can be other big fish with, with you in a big pond. There's nothing wrong with that as long as those other fish aren't, you know, <laughs> trying to undercut you, right? Then you have to go to a different pond. But what I'm saying is don't think of something you're doing when you don't get the results that you want to get as something that's lacking many times, but I have experienced personally with, even with working with people, people who just casually talk to me because when people casually talk to me, they tend to tell me their business. (laughs) Okay. We hit a point and we don't realize that we hit that point. And it's not so much a ceiling that needs to be, you know, broken. It's just that we've done all we can do here and we're done. And sometimes we're still trying to make something work. It's no, we're done. And so because we didn't realize that, now we're thinking, well, why isn't this working? Like I'm doing all the things right. So what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. You just need to change. So keep that in mind. A relationship that didn't work out the way you wanted to, was it that you was giving this person a lot of chances because they were 
nice to you in a way, but they really weren't fulfilling. Right? You were compatible to a certain extent, but you need that deep connection that you would get from someone who you are truly connected with on a vulnerable and intimate level and so forth. Right? Okay? So just remember that. When you hit that point when where your best isn't good enough anymore, it's not that you're you're lacking. It's not that your best is now this horrible thing and you know you had to go back to the drawing board. It's just that you need to take that and move it somewhere else. Just like the saying goes, what got you here is it going to get you there. You maxed out. That's all. Number three is it didn't work out. So now what? Right? So this is compounding on number two. So now what? Well, now's the time for you to do some reflection. What is your next move? Because you are enough, you know what to do. You just got to quiet the outside chatter of society, okay? Because society is going to tell you what you should be doing, where you should go, and, you know, the list goes on. But you know deep down inside what to do. It's going to be a little scary. Hell, it's going to be a lot scary, but nothing great is done with the lack of fear. That's why we say fearless. You just have less of the fear. Become friends with that, okay? So many things I've done, I've done afraid. Writing my first book, I was so afraid. I thought people were going to think that I was just some cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs woman talking about goddesses. What? Is she serious? She's crazy. Um, Pat her on the head. That's nice. That's sweet. I was really scared. And I almost wrote about angels because I thought angels were something that was was, uh, easy to talk about. People tend to believe in angels easier, even if, you know, they haven't had an experience or anything like that. They tend to think, oh yeah, you know, typically, but goddesses talking about embodying our goddess energy. What? Oh, I was scared and I invested my own money. So I'm just like, I hope this works. (laughs) Right. And I talked about this in the past, but I did it. And then I wrote a second book and then I hosted a work, uh, um, a retreat based off of my first book. And so many more beautiful things came from that interviews and so forth that I couldn't even have imagined when I was just writing the manuscript nervous as hell. I was scared. Uh, So over time, you become friends with your fear and fear becomes smaller and smaller, and smaller. It always be there. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, when something doesn't work out, or it doesn't work the way you want it to work, you have to think about your next move without letting fear override your decisions. Okay? Now, that's going to take some time. It's going to take some time, especially when you have to unlearn a lot, okay? 
this year, more than any other year since I started my business 11 years ago, have people randomly come up to me and compliment me on my hair, you know, just say they felt some connection and not anything cheesy connection, just like a, a spiritual, like a spiritual sense of relief, like, oh, someone gets me. Oh, and let me tell you about this. And I had that. And it's not that they're picking my brain. They're literally looking for people like them who just gets them, see them for who they are, and can also explain what the hell is going on in their life. Like, how can you explain a vision that you see with your eyes, right? A feeling you get that you can't explain, but it ends up coming true, that gut reaction. Like, what is that, right? Sometimes people are just looking for conversation. And that's scary to talk about that in public, but you keep doing it and you keep doing it because that will lead you to the next opportunity, the next person you need to meet, the next change you need to embrace in your life. And that's what I did. I started to embody wholeheartedly the woman who I want to be, the woman who I desire to be. And it's a continual growth process. But now more than ever, I am comfortable in my skin, but that's because I became friends with fear. Shadow work is, yeah, (laughs) one of my dear friends as well. So when something doesn't work out, I know I'm going to need time to regroup. And that time is different for everyone. It may be a week for some people. It may be a day for someone else. It may be a month. You know, sometimes it just depends on some cosmic activity too. And I'll get to that where sometimes when, when there's an eclipse, something opens up and we receive messages or we get a nudge to do something, you know, it's like when the planets align, right? Cause there's always a little space for that too. It's the work we put in and then it's, the the divine spirit doing its work. So when something doesn't work out and you think, what now? What could I do? Because I've done everything I could do. This is the time. Take a step back and regroup. Do some self-evaluation. Understand what went, I don't even say wrong, just the thing that didn't work, right? Because then you may find out, oh, you know what? Tia was saying that I'm the big fish in the little pond. I maxed out here. So I'm going to take this and go over here, or I'm going to leave that there, whatever the thing I had going on in that pond, because now I'm expanding, I'm changing, so I'm shifting. And now I'm showing up as this here. Okay. Uh, Number four, divine timing. Now, this is coming from someone who I'm telling you, I will be working on my patience until the day I die. I am not a patient person unless you are a dog, an elderly person, or a child. Other than that, I don't have patience. Um, (laughs) What I have realized is that the cosmos play a huge part in our day to day life and overall life. And the more we start to understand astrology, our birth chart, and what the hell is going on (laughs) from Mercury retrograde to an eclipse. And by the way, all planets go in retrograde. 
Okay. Uh, I talked about that with guest Ali, the Astro Witch. So you can just scroll on back and listen to that episode. Uh, or, or rather, Ali talked about it because I don't know about all that jazz. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the cosmos play a part in it. The universe plays a part in it because there are times where. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just hearing uh, one of the voices of the teachers from my high school. I went to an all girls Catholic high school and right, right before our prom, she said, make sure you make room for God or Jesus. She would say, make, make room for spirit, <laughs> the Holy ghost, <laughs> make room for the Holy ghost, you know, between me and my date or between us girls and our dates, make room for the Holy ghost. <laughs> Don't get too close while you're dancing there. <laughs> so, you know, you, you got to make room for the universe. Because what we are manifesting, you know, what we looking, what we are looking to change in our life, there are a lot of moving pieces. And there are a lot of moving pieces that we do not see. I'll give you an example. This this was uh, years ago. And I'm going to loosely tell the story because it's not my story. And this person is going to be like, no, (laughs) not anything bad. So one day, and I witnessed this firsthand, I witnessed a conversation between two people I know. And one person was uh, about to retire. And the other person was just saying how they admired that person over the years. And when they uh, went to get a promotion, how they saw their resume and was just like, oh man, like this person is great. You know, they really vouched for that person and that person never knew it. And the trajectory of that person's life really it changed forever because this person like, this is a really good worker. This person believed in that person. They knew about the person's reputation and the rest is history. This person never knew it. And, or, you know, the other person never knew it until that person told them right before they were getting ready to retire. Like, you know, just saying how they're happy for them and so forth. And then it's one of those, you know, by the way, you know, like, it's like, oh my goodness. And that's the thing. So in that case, that person was the universe, you know, vouching for that person, right? Uh, and it's because the person did great work. And that's how it is with you. You do great things. As long as you're putting in that work and you're doing it greatly, guess what? The universe is going to acknowledge that and reward you. Sometimes you may never know, and that's okay, meaning you may never know who that person is who helped you. Maybe someone who just noticed you from afar. I'll give you another quick story before I go to number five. I was going to physical therapy for my foot. This was years ago, and uh, one of the guys who was helping uh, my physical therapist was saying how he also worked uh, part-time at the VA, Veterans Affairs hospital <clears throat> but he worked in the, the beneficiary office and he said that a lot of people left money to people who they never talked to people who they admired from afar who they loved from afar they wrote a letter and everything and so when it came time to give uh i guess you call them beneficiaries yeah the uh you know, the, the money, 
et cetera, they had no clue. They had no clue this person loved them. Crazy. And this guy was telling me, you have no idea how many people do that. So imagine you doing all the great things that you're doing, keeping yourself together, working on your mental health, trying to stay hydrated. You think you're not doing enough and someone's watching you from afar thinking, wow, she's really keeping it together. She's really doing great. And you're thinking that you're not enough. My papa used to say, you never know who's watching you. And it's true. You never know who you're an inspiration to. And so keep that in mind. So divine timing, sometimes is just that, but you have to put the work in first in order for the universe to acknowledge that. That's why we had to speak up and we had to be proactive, right? If we don't speak up and if we're not in motion, how will people know what we want, what we like, what we don't like? So, you know, keep that in mind, make, make room for divine timing. And the final one here is, to slow down, slow down. All right. So slowing down, that's a little different than taking a break because taking a break can mean you going on vacation, but then you're going on the ATV and you're going hand hand gliding, you're doing all these, you know, wonderful, amazing things. Slowing down has to do with you doing nothing a lot of times, right? I don't care if you want to just walk around the house and your your sweats from college to have a little hole in it on the side, messy bun, no bra, okay, but your latte and you're watching Christmas movies already. Cool. You don't want to answer the phone? Cool. Or maybe you do go on vacation, but then you do nothing. <laughs> right? You go to all inclusive, you go on a beach, and that's where you stay. Slowing down has a lot to do with doing nothing. Now you could do some self-reflection, but it just has a lot to do with just being present and doing nothing. Right? So if that nothing is you reading a book, something that's really effortless for you to do, okay, do that. Take those deep breaths. Open, open the window. Let some fresh air in to cleanse your home, all right? Then lay down on the couch with your blanket and go watch some, some reruns of The Office, okay? <laughs> all right? So, you know, just remember to keep that in mind, to slow down. Slowing down does not mean that you're lazy, that you're lacking, that you can't be productive because you're slowing down. You are being productive. You're, you are regenerating yourself, all right? You're, you're giving yourself that space to recharge, quick recap. You're going to write your life resume. Okay. And the five points we covered, you are further along than you realize. 
just because your best isn't good enough anymore doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It means it's time to expand. You got to go elsewhere now. You maxed out. If it didn't work out, it means that it's just a time for you to think about regrouping. Divine timing, make space for divine timing and make sure that you slow down. So I don't care if you, again, schedule a timeout once a month. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. And as a special bonus, I pulled an Oracle card for you and I got the Oracle card trust. All right. I love this. Trust yourself again. Turn down, turn off society's chatter and turn up the volume of you. Okay. Start trusting the decisions you're making. And just because something didn't work out then doesn't mean it can't work out later at a larger scale. Sometimes it's just timing, but don't take that as a blanket statement for dead-end relationships, okay? Believe people when they act a certain way. That does not mean you give whoever you're with another pass to disrespect you. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm saying is if you wrote a book, you didn't release it yet. You wrote something, it just, like the timing fills off, you try something that didn't work, and then you circle back. Then it's like, ah, yeah, that's what it was, okay? So we're not tolerating disrespect. We're talking about personal growth. And that's what I have for you. Uh, I'm excited about the next episode, so stay tuned. And I have some amazing things in store for you even beyond this personal growth series. So. Again, I'm excited. I'm looking at my notes. So I am going to zipper it up. (laughs) All right. I'm going to send you all the magical blessings. You know I am rooting for you. And don't forget to be kind to yourself. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.